Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Enjoy a weed-free summer at the lake, courtesy of Aquaside. One easy application of Aquaside pellets can eliminate weeds and lake muck. Aquaside has been trusted by hundreds of thousands of lake homeowners since 1960. Neglecting aquatic weeds can hamper recreational activities like swimming and boating. Lake weeds can also provide breeding habitats for insects. Make your lakeshore beautiful this summer with Aquaside. Call 1-800-328-9350 or go to Aquaside.com. Get in the know. Non-stop Vikings talk. It's Purple Daily on Score North and scorenorth.com. The single best left tackle in the NFL in 2020 is Teron Armstead. I mean, I guess he didn't get the message on this shove right here about anti-bullying in America. He didn't get that message because that's what he did most of the day to the Carolina Panthers. Just shoved him around. Oh, Baldy. I love Baldy. Love myself some football-y football guys. Welcome into Purple Daily. Mackie off today. He'll be uh, he'll be rejoining the program on Monday. So it's Zolgad and Declan. And we are going to, as we always do on this episode, read your comments. Declan has been mining uh-huh. various forms of social media to find your comments. And uh, we are now going to go through them. We're going to read them. We're going to dissect them. What we'll never do is make fun of you because we're all a family. No. Yes, we, we are a family here. So when you when you um, ask us questions or give us complaints, you know what? We might bicker. But at the end of the day, we're a family. Oh, yeah. We, we bring you on the screen with us. We read your comments. We are the most interactive show in, in town, maybe even in the world. I don't know. Uh, we're, 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 we do a pretty damn good job. <laughs> you went from the Twin Cities to, to the, I mean, perhaps the entire know, world. Entire there is. So, so the problem is there's actually a KHL show in Russia that I've heard slightly more interactive than us. Really? Uh, yeah, it's in Prague or it's in sure. uh, it, it's in. Siberia, I should say. I'm sorry. <laughs> it's slightly more interactive than us. So that's the problem. Um, all right, Declan Goff, without further ado, with the two of us fielding your questions, why don't you go ahead and uh, start going through? Let's, uh, let's start with this one. This is from Kimmy. And Kimmy goes, this was commenting on our Kellen Mond video, one of our mini Kellen Mond videos that we have done over the last few weeks. She goes, yes, Mond is an unknown. But so was Kirk Cousins and Dak Prescott when they came to the league, and both of them were drafted in the fourth round. So my question, our question here is, which one do you see Kellen Mond ending up more like, Kirk Cousins or Dak Prescott? 
So this is assuming that they that that Kellen Mond reaches a point where he's really pretty damn good. Correct. Uh, which is an assumption. We don't know that that's going to happen. Hopefully, for the Vikings' sake, it does. I would say Dak Prescott, and here's why. I think Kellen Mond's skill set fits probably more Dak than Kirk. Like that's why the whole thing about. So I get Kellen Mond, and it was very smart saying I'm I'm watching a ton of film of Kirk because he wants to see how the offense operates. Completely get that. Like that. But we talked about this too. And I also don't think that there's a, it doesn't seem to me like Kellen Mond's skill sets and Kirk's skill set, Declan, are transferable. So I would say that if we're going to pick one of those two and Kellen Mond's going to, going to become that player, it's probably a little bit more Dak. Um, and because I think he's going to bring, I think Mond's going to bring more to the table as far as what he can do inside and outside the pocket. And at the end of the day, ideally, I think Kirk would like to drop back and throw the football. Yeah, um, I think better case scenario he ends up like Dak. I, I, Dak's a better quarterback than Kirk Cousins, at least in my mind he is. I know they both make an insane amount of money against the cap, but Dak Prescott is a better quarterback than Kirk Cousins. I'd take him over Kirk. I know some people might disagree with that, but no, I, I think Dak is the better one. That being said, um, I think it's more likely he probably becomes more of a Kirk Cousins statistical quarterback. I, I The thing is with Kirk is it's not that he's statistically a poor quarterback. It's when you watch him, with your eyes, there it doesn't match up with the numbers. The eye test doesn't match up with the numbers. When I watch Dak, I know what I'm seeing, and I also see his big time numbers. Right, like you, you can tell he's a a, a a Super Bowl winning potential quarterback. I have yet to see that with Kirk Cousins. And if Kellen Mond becomes Dak Prescott, great. But I actually think it's more safer to assume hmm. he probably becomes Kirk Cousins. It's safer to assume. I want him to be Dak, but I think it's safer to assume he becomes Kirk. You're probably right, but I just I I see his skill set being more if if he can achieve what the Vikings hope he can achieve. I think I think he's more in the Dak camp. And and to be clear on Kirk, yes, Kirk can bootleg and roll out and throw the football effectively, but I don't think. But he certainly doesn't love to run, and I and and he is not and and he's good on scripted plays. So he is not the type of guy who, if things break down, is is super at improvising and starting to scramble. Uh, which you would hope Mond is, but I mean, yeah, you might be right too. It's it's tough to say. I I just I sense that when Kellen Mond, if and when he becomes the starting quarterback of the Vikings, Dax, I sense that it's going to that they are going to be able to do if they so desire different things with the offense to feature his skill set than what they do with Kirk. But you could be right too. This is a fun uh, next one here. This is from Nick. Fun question here. He goes legit question. Would Justin Jefferson had broken the rookie receiving record with another available quarterback? And if so, who would it be? Available as in just around the league? I, I believe so, yeah. Oh, hell yeah. First of all, and this is not Kirk's fault. First of all, the fact that the Vikings basically didn't use him for, what, the first two games Small practice. Is, a cr- is a crime. Yes. It's a crime. And that's not Kirk's fault. That's That's a... F- philosophical game planning uh, thing so yeah I, I mean i can go down a huge list i i don't think justin so i wish the vikings would call more deep shots for justin and i think part of the reason they don't is despite the fact kirk can throw them i don't know he's completely comfortable unless the circumstances are that the player is almost damn near wide open but we know he can throw passes into traffic but Dex, I mean, go down the go down the list of starting QBs. There's a lot of guys. I mean, Justin Jefferson's dynamic. Mm-hmm. He is he was great. 
So, yeah, I mean, Tom Brady would have found him. And I'm not saying – so he, he'd still get yards after the catch because, you know, Brady's deep passing is not what it probably once was. Aaron Rodgers, Matthew Stafford would have used him constantly. Like, I can go down a large list of starting quarterbacks who would have – who Jefferson would have set the record with, and I can argue that those quarterbacks would have thrived too. Here's a question off that question. What do you think Carson Wentz would have done? Because he had a terrible year. But what do you think Carson Wentz would have potentially done if Philly, which passed on Jefferson, <laughs> had taken him? Yeah, that's a good one. I I just personally, I'm not a big Carson Wentz fan. I know he was damn good and near an MVP if he had stayed healthy in 2017. Nick Foles steps in, brings him to the Super Bowl. Sorry, Vikings fans. Um, yep. I think he's probably a little better, but I think that circumstance in Philly was disastrous. And I don't think Justin Jefferson would have thrived because I think him, Peterson, and Wentz were such at odds ends with one another um, that Jefferson, I don't think, would have been had a bad year, but I don't think he would have even had the year he had with the Vikings. Um, so I, I don't think if he was sure. in Philly, if Philly didn't make the humongous mistake by passing him, passing on him, I mean, he's, he's probably a nice receiver and, and Philly would be fortunate to have him, but I don't think he actually has the year that, he, that Justin Jefferson had with the Vikings. Personally, I don't. But if you put Jefferson, you know, with obviously, you know, Pat Mahomes or even like Lamar Jackson or or someone who was who was more dynamic, Justin Jefferson possibly, or or even this is the one we're missing. If he would have went to the Packers, he would have definitely broken the record. One hundred percent, Devontae Adams and Justin Jefferson. Can you imagine? Oh my God, would have been would have been terrifying. Yeah, I think there's a lot of teams, and and I I think he could have thrived on bad teams because he he's just so dynamic um so yeah i think that there's a lot of teams on which he would have set that record with and i'll go back and ask you what happens if they use him starting in week one i know like there's no reason not to uh-huh like there's no compelling case that justin jefferson didn't get it till week three <laughs> this guy runs precise routes he's really damn good he's athletically gifted so so if anything his statistical resume for his rookie season should be great should have been greater than it was not Yes, totally. What's the next one? Uh, next one, fun one here. David wants to know, how is Deck doing with breaking 100 with his new clubs? Uh, David, I shot a 122 a couple weeks ago, so not great. Um, Did you keep score, though? So you kept yo, score I the kept whole time? Yo, I kept score the whole time. Yep, and I'm, I'm honest. I, like, I'm, I'm, I want to do this accurately, and I'm going to be honest. And yeah, I shot 122 so on This is like a weight terrible, loss program. Like, like you are holding yourself to a yeah. high threshold yeah. to meet your ability to get, what, below 100? Yes, 100%. I am taking, though, my first golf lesson this weekend. So I'm taking my first lesson, and then I'm playing around right afterwards. So the quest okay. to break 100 okay. is still very, very much on. So, David, thank you for reaching out. And People uh, care about you, Declan. I appreciate that. You're very popular. Uh, this one, Judd, and yeah. I think it'd be a better question for even our friend Patrick Royce, but I'll throw it at you anyway. Jeff wants to know, do the Vikings win a Super Bowl against the Chief if it's Fran Tarkington, Fran Tarkington instead of Joe Cap at quarterback? No, no. They got, I mean, they, they were, I believe, double-digit favorites. The Vikings were going into that game, mm-hmm. and, they got, and they got waxed. And look. Tark, Tark came back here in 72 and played in three Super Bowls, and the Vikings, last time I checked, went 0-3. Yeah. No, I think they lose. And I was not 
was I alive? For, yeah, I was alive. I was I was in diapers, I'm sure. Uh, but that game, I think the Chiefs dominated them. And so, yeah, I I don't it's I don't think Joe Cap had a bad day, and the Vikings played well. So my answer would would be given the evidence from the Super Bowl losses to the Steelers, the Dolphins, and the Raiders that the Vikings are still 0-4, even if Tark played in all four. Yeah, I mean, I, I'm far too young to remember that. But weren't the, correct me if I'm wrong, but weren't the Vikings favorites going into that game? That's what I said, double-digit yeah, favorites. Yeah, I think. They were favorites. huge because because they, they were the National Football League team and the Chiefs came from the American Football League, and that was the underdog upstart type of league. But I think they got dominated that day, and so it wasn't it wasn't like a quarterback could have saved them. The Meadows at Mystic Lake has modified its golf policies to follow the COVID-19 public health recommendations and welcomes you to play this award-winning public golf course. It offers a unique, challenging, and scenic golf experience. The Meadows at Mystic Lake is a full-service golfing destination enhanced by nearby food and entertainment, including the Meadows Bar and Grill and Mystic Lake Casino Hotel. It's never too early to book a tee time or shop the pro shop. Stop in or visit Golf the Meadows.com. That's GolfTheMeadows.com. Owned and operated by Shakopee Midwakanton Sioux Community. Side side story here. There is a phenomenal, if you're a fan of Bill Burr, who's one of my favorite stand-up comedians. He's very vulgar, but I love him. He's a, he's SNL, a, he's, um, he's a riot. Yeah. Really, really good stand-up comedian. He does a podcast, and he, he takes listeners' comments, just like this. And a Scandinavian man asked him he wanted to start rooting for an NFL team and he said I should I pick the Vikings because I'm Scandinavian with the heritage and I guess Bill Burr is like an NFL encyclopedia an insane one and even listed off off memory that the Vikings their four Super Bowl losses and Joe Cap in this game and then he shouted out the Twin Cities it's on his Monday uh, Monday podcast that he did go check it out He's an NFL historian. He also shouted out the Twin Cities, loves Minnesota, but hates Mall of America. And you'll love this one, Judd. He said, if you're in, instead of going to the Mall of America, YouTube a game at the Met Center at the North Stars because that's worth more of your time than going to that bleeping mall. Which is which Except was it should that. be at Met Stadium because that's where the mall is. Like, you got to be right about this. It's like that's Kia true. I know it's Ikea. Ikea is where the Met Center is. Yes. Yeah. And technically, technically, it's I think it's slightly off of the footprint sure. of the Met, but but it's on that same lot. But yeah, so so <laughs> if you're going to YouTube a game instead of go to the mall, it should be a Twins or Vikings game. In fact, YouTube the Vikings Browns Rashad Hale Mary game 1980 that got the Vikings in the playoffs because that that entire game with Charlie Jones and Len Dawson on the hmm. call for NBC is on YouTube, and I love it. All right, Ben wants to know, I wonder if Kirk's stands are going to resent the next quarterback and be bitter when the Vikings finally start succeeding again. I don't know why this cult of Kirk has formed when they haven't even sniffed a division win since his arrival. It might not, it must not be football-related. So, Judd Zolgad, do you feel like the Kirk stands will turn on the Vikings if Kellen Mond or whomever it is uh, ends up leading them to a promised land? No, because the Kirk stands at the end of the day will only be Kirk stands as long as Kirk is wearing purple, and then they will turn back to being Viking stands above Kirk stands. Um, I liken the cult of Kirk a lot to what happened with the cult of Brew with the Gophers. Oh, do you recall how a lot a lot of those Gopher fans were defend were defenders of Brew? Oh, you don't understand. They hated Patrick because he basically from day one, to his credit, saw through the BS of Brew, and those people couldn't turn on Brew quick enough. So I think ultimately the cult of Kirk 
is is a church that's an offshoot of the cult of Vikings. And when Kirk is gone, they'll go back to the Vikings church and they'll actually turn on Kirk, which is the most amazing thing. Because there's nothing that drives me crazier. Have you have you ever argued with like, I don't know, in your case, um, your sisters or your brother and and they're and you're like going back and forth and they're like, no, I'm right. I'm right. And you're like, no, you're not. And then you prove it to them. And their response is, oh, okay. And you're like, that's your reaction to like, like you were all in your reaction should be, oh no, I was really wrong. I'm sorry. Like Dawn does that. It drives me crazy. That's the cult of Kirk. Because when, when they leave the cult of Kirk, they're going to come back and be like, oh yeah, Kalamon, this is great. Yeah. Kirk wasn't that good. And we're all going to be like, what are you talking about? You loved Kirk. Yeah. Like own this, wear this. Right. That's that frustrates me. Yeah, it's interesting. You know, with the Brewster and and to be honest, I'm sorry to be to be this guy, but it's similar to Fleck. It's similar to Fleck. Now Fleck actually implemented success. They had their best right. season in in eons uh, in tw- in what 2019. So it's different. But my my problem is with with the Fleckonians and people who love PJ Fleck. And by the way, I am not a gopher big gopher guy but i'm also i'm not like a badger or a hawk so if you think like i have an allegiance to another big 10 school i don't i went to st cloud state go huskies um we we dropped football there yeah we yeah and we dropped football there we no longer have a football uh, team despite having a stadium that's only 18 years old that's one of the best in this state but i'm not going to go off on that tangent the people that (laughs) defend pj fleck oh but he's all in on minnesota he's all in about us i i'm sorry he is not he, he is in on the business of P.J. Fleck. And when he leaves you, which he will do in the next five years, P.J. Fleck will lead the Gophers in the next five years. Will you still have that opinion? You're probably not. All right, no, I, they'll turn on him. Yeah, they will. And they then will they'll act on. like they didn't like him. Yeah, that, it, that's what I'm saying is the Kirk, the Kirk stands are going to eventually act like they didn't care about Kirk. Right. It's, it's very biblical. All right, let's uh, we'll move on here. Another uh, goofy one. If Cousins won a Super Bowl, Declan should get a tattoo of Kirk's face on his lower back. There is zero chance. All right, while I, riding a horse. I, I, about to say, I already had this horse bet, and people every week in our comments, we get another week has passed, and Declan is still not on. Where do we horse. stand on, on the horse bet? I think it was like fifty thousand. And how are we doing? We're at fifteen. We're not even at fifty. I think we're at fifteen. We're like oh, nowhere well near then, it. That's why oh, I said well fifty thousand. Like we'd have to three hundred percent. Our chances okay. to, to possibly make so me you're ride a no horse. jeopardy of the horse. Yeah, no chance, no okay. chance, no chance. I'm going to do that. Uh, this one from Casey: The Vikings need to get in on these big trades slash free agents if we're going to do something because teams like the Chiefs and Buccaneers are double loading into super teams. Judd, is there a path that the Vikings can be like the Chiefs and Buccaneers and start doubling in on being a super team like Tampa Bay and Kansas City? Well, it starts by finding the exact right quarterback, right? Like, that's the starting point. Um, I don't know that I consider the Bucks a super team. Like, they did add some, or during the course of 2020, they added some helpful veterans. I understand that. But, I mean, Brady was the most important add. And, by the way, that, that defense was good as well. Kansas City has a quarterback who is the best thing that we've seen in a long time. So, I... The super team, I think, starts with the quarterback. If you get that right, you've, you're taking a huge step. And then, by the way, players want to come to that team. If you've got the right guy, like Favre. I mean, guys want to play with Brett Favre. Um, I guess that's my answer. Like, I, I don't know. And the Vikings have had times where they've, they've certainly, Dex, been aggressive mm-hmm. uh, via, the, via the trade 
market, Jared Allen, or in the free agent market. So, like, they've gone down this road. I, I guess the Vikings are the one team I don't think about a lot that hasn't done this. Like, they've tried before. Right. It, now, it depends. It's a cap league, so you can only spend so much, but that's true across the board. But, like, the Twins, yeah, it'd be great if they could add more sometimes, and they certainly have not. Uh, the Wolves, same problem, because they, they've not been good. Now, it looks like that might be turning around a little bit. But I don't know that there's a lot more that the Vikings can do other than hit on the quarterback, which they have never really truly done for a long time. Good one. Uh, last one here from Casey. Question is, can Justin Jefferson repeat last year now that the targets are now on him and people are keying in on him? Can Justin Jefferson repeat what he did last season? That's a good question. So, yes, he's going. there's going to be attention paid to him from day one that probably was not paid to him from day one last year, which is why it would have been nice if he had an impact in weeks one and two, but that's a different story, again, that we've talked about. So, um, But do I think that he, he can be outstanding? Absolutely. Like, are, are the stats going to be the exact same? Maybe not. But the guy is a huge threat. And, and again, you know what else, Dex, this is going to come down to? This is going to come down to Kirk. And just as importantly, Kubiak and the play callers, the comfort level that they are going to have in calling for what might be considered slightly risky plays to make plays to Justin. Because, again, like Kirk, here's the thing I don't get. Kirk can throw that deep ball, and I know he wants to throw it with the conditions perfect. I know he does. But we saw him throw that deep ball to Diggs at times and Thielen. And guess what? They're really good. They went and made plays. Justin Jefferson, really good, too can go and make plays. So I think part of this depends on, because the, the question's a great point. Part of this depends on acknowledging that Justin Jefferson is going to be covered more, that there's going to be more attention paid, and saying, bleep it, we're still going to get the most that we can out of him. Do you have the guts to do that? And can your quarterback pull the trigger on those passes? This is about trust in Jefferson as much as anything. And we'll find out how, how much they have. And at times it might backfire. But guess what? At times, if you do it, it's going to result in big plays. And you're forfeiting the potential for big plays if you try and stay away from it because, oh, my God, teams are doing a better job covering Justin Jefferson. Very good. That's a, that's a wrap on Mackie and Judd. Take your questions from YouTube. If you have Purple, any, yeah, if you have any uh, YouTube yeah. questions, by all means, send, us, send them our way. Send them our way. Uh, all right, we are uh, done. Mackie will rejoin us for the Monday episode. As always, we appreciate your participation. We appreciate you all watching. Check out all of the good stuff that we try and do for you. Part of our family. Score North. Talk to you. Football. Yeah.